You're listening to the podcast, How to Love North Dakota, When You Hate North Dakota. Welcome to Series 1, Surviving North Dakota Winters. This is Episode 4, The Happiest Girl in North Dakota. My name is Adrian Montani, and I live in northeastern North Dakota. In this episode, I will talk about how the lemons this state has given me are ripe to be the best damn batch of lemonade I'll make. This episode gets real, real. I'm about to let you in because we should talk about why. This is not a podcast about how to hate North Dakota. It's a podcast about how to love North Dakota. This episode will resonate most with people who have grown up in this state. I was a bit of a jaded teenager. Shocker. A lot of kids around me were too. We'd talk about getting out of North Dakota like it was going to be some terrific feat. This state is at the top middle of the continent. Its closest semblance of real big city life is about six to eight hour drive, depending on where you live in the state. Those of us who grew up in middle-class or lower-class households, we didn't see the ocean until we were out of the house, or maybe, maybe some of us haven't even seen it yet. Getting there is an incredible expense of time and money. I had a lot of conversations with friends and family who longed to leave the state, but were just, they never felt that they could make enough money to venture out and do it. Steve and I, that's my husband, Steve, married right out of high school. The first job he got was in Nevada. He was hired at a job fair after he graduated college. We were two young kids with nothing to pack and nothing to lose, and it was really easy for us to get out. We stayed in that region for about 10 years. But two kids and two painfully difficult miscarriages later, I was desperate to get back home to my family. We left a nice house, a perfect climate, great and cheap access to fresh organic food, a supportive group of friends, financial stability, and all we knew to come home to North Dakota. I just listened to a podcast by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, where she interviewed Fran Lebowitz, and when Julia questioned Fran on the art of complaining, Fran said something to the effect of, complaining is being honest. There's a lot to say about this state in the name of being honest. I've been slowly filling podcast episodes with it all. Right now, it is the slowness and the farness that is killing me. What do I mean by farness? I feel miles away from people. There is so much space that it is incredibly easy to fall into your occupied corner and never see anyone. The slowness, all of this humility in this state is incredibly frustrating and makes things go incredibly slow. I've been to a potluck or two. When it's time to line up to eat, people are so humble, heavy on the air quotes, They don't dare be first in line. It takes a few minutes just to get that settled before we can start going through. It's the same with board meetings and volunteer events. People are so humble, 
air quotes, they wait to respond or speak for minutes, entire minutes without talking when asked a direct question. They look at you blankly when you bring up a new idea, like it cannot be discussed because then we would have to open our mouths and engage in discussion, maybe even debate. I would get so frustrated at church meetings, Bible studies, volunteer events, because I would say something and people would literally respond to me by slowly blinking and nothing else. I used to be lively. I used to share my opinion, but this North Dakota humility can make a person want to give that up. It's like talking to a wall sometimes. But the slowness, it's not all bad. People are careful with their opinions and their decisions. That can be so good. I'm starting to be a little more careful with what I say. I don't know the line yet between sharing what I should and making my silence count. It can also create distance though. It can feel like people aren't being honest with you, like they're holding back. It's something to get used to, no doubt. We deliberately chose to come home to family, settle into a rural community, and have more kids. It was something special to be back the first year or two. But I started to miss Idaho. So something I thought would be very helpful and ideal for my family and in almost every way, really, turned out to be taxing and unfitting for me. So out of this careful cultivation of what I intended to be a strong family tree came lemons. My family loves it. I hate it, but I'm trying to love it. This is the place for them. Now how to find the sugar? I need to turn this sour into sweet, make it the place for me too. I label this episode the happiest girl in North Dakota because I am clearly not, and I thought it would be funny. You know, honestly, I named it that because I intended to have an episode called The Happiest Guy in North Dakota, featuring this retired man in my community who makes the most of every Nodak season and seems truly to love it here. I never thought I'd get this far in the podcast, so I didn't bother to change my projected episodes. It applies, though, the title, because I am digging in most every day to a place I really hate and pushing through to find a way to love it. It's worth it in the ways that count. You know what's fun about that uptight humility one may encounter more often than not in this state? It can be challenged. Say the thing you want to say anyway, and watch people blush a bit. Maybe you'll get a text or a word spoken in private about how happy it made someone that you spoke your mind. You can actually go very far in this state if you are not afraid to speak up in the midst of such stifled humility. Remember air quotes. There are some things that need reform in these small communities, and many people are just waiting for someone to lead or speak concerning them. As carefully as you can, 
as lovingly as you can. There can be good work to do in the slowness, in the farness, to help restore a flow, to help bring people closer. Well, I can see my work here is done. I've made you fall in love with North Dakota, and there's no need to continue with this podcast. This is my fourth and final episode, and you are all in love with North Dakota. I'm incredible. I know. I have weaved the awful details with the shiny treasures, and you are fascinated with this place. This has been another episode of How to Love North Dakota When You Hate North Dakota. New episodes every other Friday. Until next time, breathe in the love, breathe out the hate. North Dakota sucks, but let's love it anyway. <laughs>